yeah, you have to do it. I don't think I can do it. They're laughing. <laughs> Alright, okay, okay. Give it, give it a go, give it a go, give it a go. Am I doing it or are you doing it? I'm not doing it. Okay, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> You're setting me off. Right, okay, okay. Sometime after season one, Richie and Parley have a conversation about how to fuck off. This is shit. <laughs> so, so long. Oh dear. Oh my god. So. <laughs> when you first suggested, you just said had a conversation. That was fine. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's not working. They do. Okay, okay, okay. Just say have a having a conversation. Sometime after season one, Richie and Farley are having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, season one was really good, wasn't it? Oh man, my favourite bit of season one was when I talked about the fall. Do you remember oh, right when I end. talked about the yeah, fall? Right at the end, because you don't, you only say, you don't say autumn, you only say autumn, you don't. I mean, that is uh, quality gaming journalism right there, you know? Yeah, that's, um, that was really good. Now listen, um, we should really start to think about, you know, the inevitable season two, I think. Uh, yeah, and interested. I mean, I don't know how we can top the intros of season one. Do you remember how cool and fun they were with the whole yeah. uh, finding fake sponsors every yeah, single yeah, week? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, but maybe we should do like some kind of a skit, you know, play to our strengths because we are strong improv actors, aren't we? Yeah, you're right. Actually, we do have very good improvisational. Improvisational. Good improvisation. Yeah, uh, and we okay. don't crack or laugh yeah, or anything. Like that. We really, really solid. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, how about this? We don't have a season two, but we, but the intro to season two is like the writer's room where they come up with episodes for season two, but we don't actually record those episodes. So, like, people in an office having a chat about yeah. concepts for the episodes. Yeah, so we pretend like it's not just you and me. There's a whole office people who like a normal office okay. are we gonna do like voices well we're quite strong on voices so yeah oh we can have characters like office richie and that won't be too confusing that it's us playing them i think if we always introduce ourselves as office richie or office valley or norm normal Podcast. I suppose, yeah, and we could have like other characters like stakeholder farley and yes yeah um, and then we can have like some char characters around the office, like the guy who's always late in meetings. Oh yeah, we could do a funny episode where we like uh, bring him in and reprimand him. Yes. But again, he would be played by us and that wouldn't be too confusing in any fashion at all, would it? No. No. And then... Strong improv actors. But then how are we going to do the website and the socials? Um, I don't know, maybe we could try and sneak it in, like, into the middle of, like, when we're talking, you know, like, I don't know, just 
spitballing an idea here. Maybe, I don't know, you're making stickers in DGM Towers yeah. and you want me to tell you and read out what they're on those stickers? Yeah, that's a really strong, strong concept. <laughs> yeah. The whole construct and foundation of this idea seems really solid. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> and then um, how do we, like, end that imaginary theoretical skip bit and go into the episode? Uh, I mean, we definitely need to hold the door open a little bit longer so that we can actually do the socials as well. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, uk for all your needs. And all your needs. All your needs. All your needs. Just all universal needs. Yeah, sexual gratification, number one. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, that guy's maniac, all one word, lowercase. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah. Another one, Twitter. Uh, and how do we end this? Maybe we could end it on a really, really disappointing whimper. Okay. Yeah, it's so, just kind of like... So the concept for season two will be... We have these office concepts. We put loads of thought into characters and how it segues way into us just talking about like what you're playing and, and all that business. Yeah? Yep, yep. Okay, that sounds like a really good idea. Yep. Shall we do it? No. 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 <laughs> How do we get out of this bit? <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, let's let's just just meta talk about it because that's what we do with these office skit things. Oh, should we now review the um? The... Yeah, review the reviewing. Um, why are we talking about this? We're talking we're, about endings. Yeah, we're talking about endings because this is the end of season two, the inevitable end of season two. Yeah. Um, and it's no secret to anyone how much we hate the office intro. As a concept, we thought it was fun and interesting, and it stretched ourselves too thin. Not even thin, we just. What are you talking about? I don't know. Like, stretched, stretched us too thin? What, it didn't stretch us too thin, but it, it, it went beyond our capabilities we, and the concept we were, is awful. We were working awful. really hard doing it? What was stretched <laughs> thin? Um, I don't know. Our abilities. <laughs> it didn't even really do that. It just... We didn't actually ever research or come up with or make a solid intro. I yeah. Full disclosure, yeah. behind the scenes content readers um most of those episodes started with what we're doing oh i don't know well let's just wing it <laughs> uh or a classic <laughs> richie ah fuck it let's just do something yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so well, i think it... we're all in agreement mm. that um season three will not start with a office skit i also think it's just really confusing if you hadn't listened to the podcast before yeah yeah, no, I, I think, like, our viewership for season two is yeah. lower than season one. <laughs> I don't think that was <laughs> numerically possible. <laughs> it's it's not great. Uh, quite honestly, I think season one was our stronger season. Um, well, also, do you know what? <clears throat> we definitely need to um, make sure we don't get too far into an episode before we say that it's about video games. Yes. Like, like straight up, you know, 
Maybe maybe we should just uh, scrap this and I can do like the season one intro instead. <laughs> That'd be great. Have you got a sponsor? Um, no. I never have a sponsor. Like That's I, true. It's, it's always down to you. I carry. You're the creative type. I'm I'm the I'm the the guy that fucks everything up and drags you down. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a word for that? You're like the. Seth like Rogen. dead weight. <laughs> dead weight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. the dead weight. Uh, I just do all of the technical stuff. So listen, season two is coming to an end. Yeah, it's, it's been all right. It's been okay. And to be honest, I think our content, which is unfortunately gated behind an awful office skit, mm-hmm. um, has been really good. I mean, I say that myself. Uh, <laughs> Blow your own horn, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has. It's had some highs and lows, but. Um, all good things come to an end and so this week we are talking about endings game endings game endings before we talk about game endings Richie yeah what's the best ending to a non-game thing that you can think of uh, a happy ending oh, that's, I think that's also a specific thing what's, what's something that's got the best ending you think you can think of the best ending that I can think of yeah something that when you left I don't know the cinema or or a series you're like yeah good ending ha ah. I mean you've really put me on the spot there am I supposed to know did we discuss this before and I've forgotten <laughs> no no I just it popped into my head um, Im- improviter as I am I don't know I, unfortunately clichédly um, I, I like an open ending I like uh, what if I like. I suppose I hate uh, Return of the Jedi, and I prefer Empire Strikes Back ending more. Okay. Do you know where yeah. I'm coming from there? Yeah. I see. I, yeah. 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 So maybe like Endgame was a good ending, but the, the Infinity War was a better experience. That open ending, you know. Yeah, I think outside of video games, I like the ending where um, I think I agree with you. I leave it open, you know, because sometimes you, particularly in the last ten years, you're watching like a three-hour-long film, and it feels like it has four endings, and it makes you instantly think, "Yeah, oh, this yeah. didn't do well with test audiences. Like, this is the proper ending." And then execs, the anti-creative execs, have made you add three other endings on top of that to explain everything. And everything ended well, and here's exactly what happened to everything, rather than just, you know, oh, did they, yeah. oh, did they survive? Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to think, because I, I, I watched something recently, and I was thinking, that why is this film not ended yet? And it, it, it just kept on going and kept on going. Ah, oh, well, that, I mean that's a great. I actually, I think it was um, <laughs> the Pedro Almodovar film, um, the one that was about um, something mothers. Um, oh God, it's always mothers. But you, yeah, it was recently on in the cinema. It was like a few months ago, um, and um, it's basically about. Uh, a woman um, who 
is exploring her sexuality, but at the same time, she's a mother and also, um, like, she's finding out about her heritage. Um, mm-hmm. And it, you keep on thinking this film's gonna end, and it's got the sinister vibe, and you're thinking, is everybody gonna end by somebody killing everyone? But in yeah. fact, it ends up being a sort of heavier message about the Spanish Civil War and how people who were against it were you know executed and nobody ever really found out and these graves need to be sort of uh, arranged and it, it, it's a really good film but I was kind of like this film could have finished about six different times but it just kept on telling you a little bit of a newer, newer story was it a bad thing? I, no the film was good so I, I think my point is moot I'm so glad I'm talking about Pedro Amaldivar Spanish film on Blooming video games podcast. By the way, we are a video games podcast. Uh, I, yeah. I, I think I, I think having actually thought about the question I posed, I think one of my favourite endings. I don't think it's a good film. Is um, is it Apocalypto? Apocalypto definitely rings a bell. So it's set in um, Mexico, and it portrays um, uh, you know, Native um, Americans. And then it ends. There's this whole drama of, and the whole story, and then it ends with them seeing the arrival of Christopher Columbus to America. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like yeah. those kind of endings. Where they go, yeah. Ah. You know, we're not going to tell the story because everyone knows what happened from here. Like, oh, like the end of Rogue One. Yeah, I was going to say the end of uh, Rogue One's a good example. I'm glad we've gone away from fucking party. <laughs> High concept Spanish films. We're back on stupid Star Wars shit. <laughs> Rogue One. <laughs> back, back to lowest common denominator. Empire Strike Back is the best one. Oh, oh actually, uh, let's talk about the MCU. Oh, we already did that. We already talked about the MCU. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, um, but Rogue One is a very good film. Uncontroversial to say, I think. Um, but it could have ended when. Um, they, uh, Jin and what's his face, die on the beach, and I think that would have been very good. Yeah. Um, so you see the explosion, and the, and you don't you don't need to be told. Oh, did the rebels get the message? Because you've seen you know you know the film, and instead, it was kind of cool. But then they actually showed you know oh here's the message, and here's Darth Vader, and okay, okay. yeah. A new hope begins minutes after this film ends, which was also cool, but it could have been cooler to just you know see them die and be like oh. yeah it wasn't necessary but I think you needed to see the CG layer and that was it really yeah yeah Darth what about twist endings <clears throat> I feel like we shouldn't talk about twist endings no. no let's talk about some video games yeah let's talk about video games okay cool so uh, do you know what is a shit way to end a game or indeed a story. No. Is by saying it's all been a dream. Oh, uh, that's quite that is quite wank, yeah. Yeah, and that is exactly what Super Mario Brothers 2, which is the Dark Souls of Mario Kart, True. um did. Do you remember that at all? Because we actually yeah, did do. complete it. We, yeah. did, we did complete it, I never completed it. And then um Don't some of the cause you see Mario dreaming and he's dreaming about all the enemies but don't some of the enemies have like the wrong names uh, I think 
Yes, canonically, the the names got changed to something a bit different. No, but I think two of them have mixed up names. Ah, okay. Um, That's a yeah. fun bit of trivia. Yeah, it is. I think maybe, possibly. Um, F- but yeah, <laughs> it's a bit of a weird one. I don't know why they did that. Do you remember what uh, enemies they were? I want to say it was Birdo. Ah, okay. And another one had their name switched around. Okay. Are you looking it up now? Yes. Great. Great. But yeah, it's interesting um, that they did that. Do you reckon they did that because it's quite different to Super Mario Brothers? Uh, and because it was a different game in development, right? Yeah, well, it wasn't just a different game. In Japan, it was released as a different game. Um, but Super Mario Brothers 2 is what we in the West refer to as Lost Levels, which was deemed too hard for Westerners. I mean, they're not wrong. Have you tried no. Lost Levels? Yes. I have Fucking completed hell. Lost Levels. Oh, shut up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't. I fucking have. Level D four. I've got no. done it. I've fucking done it, and it's right, next time we hang out. Oh my god! You have to. What you have to play through? Because I don't no, believe you. No, 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 no. Absolutely. I will. I have vowed I will never touch it again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I beat Devil May Cry on Dante Might Die, but um, Might Die. That's a really easy. Dante level. Might Die. <laughs> <laughs> Dante <laughs> Might Die. Brilliant. I love Dante it. Dante Might Die. Easy, normal, hard. Dante will die, then super extreme. Yeah. yeah. I've beat Demo Cry on him. Dante must die. Yeah. Hardness, but um, I vowed to never play again, so. No, look, um, this was <laughs> a younger me. This was uh, when I was playing it on the All Stars cartridge. Oh, your hacked German one. Yeah, my hacked German one. Right. Um,. But yeah, no, I played and completed Lost Levels, and I, I hated it. I don't know why I did it. All I remember is just being Wii Mario the entire time. You know, it's like you, you, you never. It's like Mario, Mario with like a little tartan bonnet on. <laughs> Wii, <Wii> Mario. <laughs> <laughs> what would he pick up? A bottle of Iron Brew. He turns into Wii Mario. <laughs> Uh, drinks and buck fast and he just sort of starts getting reverse controls um, so yeah nah. anyway that look, you can believe me or you can't believe me uh, it's up to you uh, but yes um, I choose not to believe you sure go for it go anyway, is the um, the uh, Super Mario All-Stars version of the Lost Levels Different. Different to what? And the original way. Super Mario Brothers Two. Uh, in Japan. I don't because all, all of the All Stars games were reskinned, right? The, yeah, they were reskinned. They got some prettier graphics. Yeah. Yeah, and different sprites and slightly different controls. I don't think the controls were ever different in any of the games. Yeah, I think they were. Is yeah. it just something slightly different about them? Very floaty. Floaty? Yes, yeah, so if you play Super Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. NES. <clears throat> NES. And you play Super Mario Brothers 3 on Super Mario All Stars. 
Was it on Super Mario Stars? Yep. They're slightly different games. Uh, I would probably debate that, but um, I would say that they are identical games with a slightly prettier over uh, overlay. Um, I think, or at least my experience of them was that they were the same thing. Are you now googling that? I am, yeah. <laughs> well, in any case, um, All Stars might have been its own entity. And, and, and to be honest, like having all of those SNES games, it's so weird. Like my first game for the SNES, as I bought the SNES, and it had um, All Stars with it. Mhm. I remember no, the bundle. No, it didn't. He's lying about that. Like you lied about how you beat Lost Levels. No, I, but I think one of the first games that I had... Yeah, no, because I got the Nintendoscope bundle. That was that was the... Uh, that was the SNES I got. With the big bazooka. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the first games that I had beyond um, the Nintendoscope and the Super Game Boy... Uh, God! I know. Yeah. Uh, was um, Super Mario uh, All-Stars and it was weird because like the only current game that I was playing on it was like the Nintendoscope games the rest of it was like I was playing Game Boy games on my SNES or I was (laughs) playing remastered versions of NES games yeah yeah crazy Um, what's another kind of ending? Um, a true ending. Yeah, good ending. Yeah. Bad ending, good ending. Yeah, a canonical ending. A canonical well. ending. Yeah. So like, yeah. We, uh, we, we talked on. in the Resident Evil one of the Resident Evil episodes, right? How none of the endings of Resident Evil One are canonical. Yeah, it's, you mentioned this. Yeah. Because you can't rescue everybody. And yet everybody is always still alive. Yeah. 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 I mean... Disturbs me. Yeah. That disturbs me. What are you saying? That disturbs me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's a disturbing game. <laughs> oh. oh, God. <laughs> The game does feature scenes of explicit violence and gore. It's true. <laughs> um, but well, multiple endings is definitely multiple endings. Multiple endings is definitely a thing, and especially in video games. Now, of course, you've got your Dragon Ages and your um, Mass Effects, and they do such things as like depending on your relationships with your party members or if you didn't get a party member or if you decided to schmooze with one faction will change the ending for you and and Fallout does the same thing as well Fallout, like depending on which faction you fell into will determine the ending that you get um yeah, and and I mean that's like lots of different ways for it to sort of uh, go. Fighting. Do you games, know what? 
Sorry, go on. I've had my fill of fucking multiple endings. Yeah. So recently, <clears throat> yeah, recently I was playing Call of Cthulhu, and there are four four endings in that game. Yeah. Uh, but the community didn't really work out how you get the four endings um, before losing interest. Okay. So, <clears throat> so you know, I, I, I played through it, and it's very clear that right at the end of the game, you get a, um, you know, dialogue tree, and that's your endings. Now, there is a way, I believe, that you can, you can get the, the four endings on that ending um, dialogue tree. So all you have to do is reload your last save, play through the last cutscene, choose a different ending. Yeah. However, depending on um, <clears throat> events in the game, like you get opportunities to take a drink, and you can drink three times. You get an achieve. There's an achievement for not drinking at all. Um, but if you drink, I think it it keeps your sanity levels high. Um, but then you have to have some insanity. Um, but there's a way of doing. It. And it was so confusing and not obvious. And every now and then, when you do something. So you can choose to shoot this guy, for example. And when you do, or if you don't, it will say your fate has changed and pops up in the top left. But it's not clear, and there's this posts and posts and posts on forums, um, what what the actual magical numbers are to make sure that this happens or this happens. And again, because it's like forum posts, it's, you know, miss the days of a good old FAQ. No one really knows, you know, they're like, oh yeah, I got all four endings and I did this, this, this and this. And so I was I was playing it and I got two of the endings um, on my first playthrough and then I played it again. There's some stuff that you can only get on a second playthrough. You know, it's like, if you choose this, oh, you get... Oh God, yeah, If you yeah. choose this, you get an achievement. If you choose this, you get an achievement. So I did a second playthrough and I unlocked the third one. I was like, huh, okay, what about the fourth one? And by this time you're just kind of playing it rote. And it's quite quick, some of the... Some of the chapters you can just um, bash through. And so I had this guide to, here's how you get all four endings. Followed the guide religiously, but it wasn't very specific on some uh, points. No. <laughs> yeah. Like, I drank every time there was an option to drink. I think I picked up all the blah, blah, blah objects. So I did all that. Played the whole <laughs> fucking game again. And there's no chapter selection, right? So you've got the one save file you have to keep going through. And because there's bits that accumulate through it. Anyway, I couldn't play it all the way through. <laughs> got to the fucking final cutscene thing, didn't have the fourth option. Um, and so now my trophies, so I was doing it for trophies, Richie, you'll be surprised, <laughs> sits at 98%. <clears throat> and I don't oh have dear. The, yeah, and all I need is to get the last ending and then that triggers the platinum. Don't, don't. I know, but it's just sitting there mocking me. And also I don't, you know, there isn't a definitive guide to here's how you get this ending. It seems to be the trickiest ending to get. Anyway, <clears throat> so I've had my fill of multiple endings. Don't, you know, if it's a case of loading up the last save file and choosing the other option, fine. Don't make me have to play for the whole game again. No, 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 absolutely not. I mean, like, you need to be able to just sort of know when to save or what to save <clears throat> in order to sort of go through and see the different options or choose the faction and then go through to the end or whatever you need to do to sort of like uh yeah i hated that sort of stuff for like thousanding games and you just got to stop and you got to pause and you got to say right from this point on 
I am playing the evil guy and I'm gonna get the ending that is, you know, the, the bad ending where you're evil. You know, and, and that's fine, you know, you've got that save point. Uh, I think specifically the the Bioware games are, are very, um, you need to know a guide, but they, they do that shit all the time. You just need to choose your point where you've got a save file. And of course, you just do, like do all the side quests in the meantime, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't... Did you ever play Nier? Any of the Nier games? Uh, no, but I, I quite fancied it. It's sort of like the sort of... Uh, robot made with guns. Yes, it's the yeah. one that lots of young people like to um, cosplay as. Anyway, that did something fucky for, with all the... End. That, that has like... Um, see, uh, it was sold to me as, oh, it's great, it's a fantastic story in 20 hours. But then, what that somebody hasn't told me is, like, yeah, it's 20 hours for ending one. For the other 16, yeah, you're going to have to pump in a good 150 hours before you'll actually get them all, you know? 26 endings. 26. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's not. It's more than just you know. You play through the game. Uh, you play through the game and do all the quests. You get ending A, and then you load the clear save and play again to get a different ending. And you load up the third one and then choose something different at the end. You get the third ending, etc., etc., etc. Okay. Yeah, and then there are some endings where you know when you get to chapter blah blah blah. And someone says, hey, do you want to do the thing? You say, no, that's another ending. <clears throat> right. It makes me not want to play that game. Yeah, well, this is this is what I was coming to. You know, multiple endings are nice, and it's like a young person's... But I think it's a young person's game, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, These totally. days, you know, I put the hours in, uh, in you know... Find the hours to play through a game, get to the ending. Oh, that's nice. I've beaten that game. I can cross it off my backlog. My instant reaction is not like, oh, I will play this five more times, remembering the specific things that I have to do to yeah. get um, this other. The thing that really pisses me off, maybe I've talked about this before, um, is New Game Plus. Okay, um, yes, yes. I, that's something we wanted to mention. Yeah, so New Game Plus, right. New Game Plus. What grinds your gears about New Game Plus? Well, on the PlayStation, um, on the trophies, they, they now do this thing where instead of, you know, you, you have a game and it has how many trophies or achievements and you, you get them all and it says, congratulations, you've done. Now, if there's DLC, regardless if you have the DLC or not, or like an update, it adds those to the trophy count. Yep. So, yep. so like recently I beat Ghost of Tsushima, very good game. Love, absolutely loved it. Amazing ending. Um, uh, did everything in it, right? Platinumed it. But because there's a Legends mode and New Game Plus and then there's some DLC, the top, when you look, jump and you look into your trophies, it says, oh, you've only got 60% of the trophies for Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, yeah. And there's no way of turning it off. There's no way of saying, don't show me this DLC that I never want to buy. Yeah, um, I... I does the same on like Xbox 360 as well. Like yeah, I remember uh, thousanding um, Oblivion. Yeah. And then because they brought out that the Mad God expansion, 
which was another 250 achievement points. It went from 1,000 to 1,250. You're like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so, yeah. And with Ghost of Tsushima specifically, there's a new game plus, which I think does change the game. Yeah. I don't know how, but more than just you're playing through it again with all your stuff. Uh, and there's an achievement, two achievements linked to, uh, two trophies, sorry, linked to New Game Plus. One of which is, you know, buy an item from some character who doesn't appear in the, the base game. And the yeah. second one is complete the game on New Game Plus. Well, I mean, there is different ways that New Game Plus is handled. I specifically like the the roguelite element of being able to keep all of your stats or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like in Resident Evil 4, being able to go back in and you've already got your souped up Red 9 or whatever it was. Was it Red yeah. 9? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's cool. I like that a lot. And or or like going back through Devil May Cry, but you've already gone through and you've got all of the weapons that you need so you're you're beating up the bad guys yeah with all of the styles straight yeah. away and they're all uh, max levels so you don't have to worry about like oh, i need to change this weapon to grind it yeah, out or, or not even max levels just like all right I, I got an end you know um special weapon and now i need to you know play new game plus to level up that that sort of stuff's fun um but like you say it's a young man's game for having lots of time to play and replay and replay yeah you know but like there are there are elements of new game plus that i like where you can go back and use your feeling of being overpowered um i I, and you know get back at those guys who you know fucked you over at the start and hey chapter one you know whatever and you're like yeah well taste my evil wrathy big sword that i've stolen from the final boss of the game yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um resident evil 2 the original resident evil 2 was good for that when um, yes you know yep. you turn up to fight whatever the second level of birkin and you've got the gatling gun and you know basically his cutscene ends and then before he walks onto your screen he's dead because you just sailed the gatling gun and um <laughs> and shot him, you know, yeah. just ignoring that really painful um, boss battle. Yeah, and like, um, do you remember the Resident Evil 2 director's cut as well? Where they just gave you the infinite submachine gun. Um, did you play that? Director's cut? Yeah. Resident Evil 2 director's cut. Resident Evil 2? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Resident Evil 2, you. I don't think it was a Resident Evil 2 director's cut. Yes, definitely was. I played it. <laughs> did you Did you complete it, Richie? I. <laughs> I think you might mean the original Resident Evil. No. Let's not get into this, but basically there there was a, a different version that had an easy mode. Um, okay. and it just gave you a submachine gun. <laughs> I don't. I think you just unlocked that in Resident Evil 2. And then on your new game plus, you can 
choose no 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 he... that's the uh, like this is you don't need to play anything at all you just go straight into it and you've got the um, the submachine gun infinite submachine gun let's not have this argument trust me please trust me <laughs> okay are you talking about the remake nope All right. Maybe it was like your German Mario Allstars. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> oh, you're so bad. Right, okay. Might not be called Director's Cut. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or exist. You bugged <clears throat> me. Stop making stuff up. I, I'm not making it up. Oh, God. Right. Anyway, let's move past this. Um, all right, okay. Now I've got the other versions. Here we go. This is this is the worst worst way to start a podcast or do a podcast. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. This is not interesting. DualShock version, N sixty four, other versions. Uh, blah blah. blah. Okay, that's not it. Nope. Oh, it might have just been the PC version. Because uh... I did play the PC version. That's, yeah, again, not very interesting. But basically, there, when it was released in Japan, or at least <laughs> a version of the, yeah. the Japanese one, it had this elective easy mode in it. Okay. Uh, which basically just gave you an infinite um, submachine gun. Okay, what? I think Why? I think you just I think you just unlocked it, man. I think you I think you're just remembering playing through it again. You think it's um, a false memory? Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a memory of you playing through unlocking it with Leon getting an S rank or whatever, and then playing through it again and having a blast. I'm I'm. See, the thing that's getting me about this memory is I have definitely owned multiple versions of Resident Evil 2. Um, I've owned it on PC, I owned it on N64, I owned it on PlayStation 1. Oh, hang on. I think it's Rookie Mode. It's just normal, mode. Resident yeah, Evil, yeah. normal Resident Evil 2. Is it? That doesn't sound right. This is definitely a, a different version. Resident Evil 2 Rookie Mode was included in GameCube, PlayStation, PC, and Dreamcast. So basically every version except N64. PlayStation 1? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, only present certain versions, more simpler, but okay. Okay, okay. Fine. But how did you get Rookie Mode? Because it doesn't seem like that's... Uh... That was in the original Resident Evil 2, and because you don't remember this, do you? I never played it on Rookie Mode, did I? Okay, here we go. So it was Resident Evil 2 Platinum on the PC. It was included in. It was also included in Resident Evil 2 on the Dreamcast. I think it might have been the Dreamcast version I was playing. It was also Resident Evil 2 GameCube. I don't remember Resident Evil 2 in the GameCube. Yeah, Resident Evil 2 was um, the GameCube was for a while the Resident Evil machine because it's the only one that had 
Um, one, two, three, four, and co. Did it have one, one, or did it have a remake of one? Had a re- zero, so it had, it zero. had zero. Yeah, yeah. Remake two, three, and four. Maybe Code Veronica. Yes, definitely had Code Veronica. Yeah. Um, and that was the only console that had all because the others didn't have zero and four yeah. for a while. So yeah. Okay, so the Resident Evil Two version, which had the rookie mode, is the Dual Shock version. So if you remember, there was that transitionary time where PlayStation 1 controllers didn't have the two analogue sticks. I do remember that. Um, so Resident Evil 2 came out initially, and then there was the Resident Evil 2 DualShock version, and I own both of those versions, because <laughs> I'm a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, how many times do you own Resident Evil 2? But I don't think I've ever heard of anybody who had both versions of Resident Evil 2 on the PlayStation. Oh my god. But yeah, anyway. Um, oh, that was a brilliant tangent. I yeah, but I mean, Resident Evil 2 is a great game because it does have multiple endings. It also has multiple pathways through it as well. So it's you get the, the A ending, you get the B ending, and then you yeah. get, the, get to go back and play through it and you get to have different choices in the game based on what you did. And A and B scenarios as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I like, I like that. I like yeah. those little, those little bits. And oh, they weren't massively different. Some might say unnecessary, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it, it was different endings. And um, yeah, it just allowed you a bit more flavour to the game. Listen, recently I um I don't know why. You know how sometimes you go back to a game. You're not too sure why you go back to it. Um. So I went back to Resident Evil 2 Remake and um, had a look at the trophy. It sounds like I'm trophy obsessed. I'm really not. I don't have that many at all. Anyway, <clears throat> I thought I really liked that game. What was it? Oh my god. Oh, yeah, okay. I remember, I remember, I remember. So I found, um, happened to discover on the south coast this amazing video game shop. Um, oh yeah, you were sent there down on Jurassic Coast, yeah. Yes, down on Jurassic Coast. And um, it, yeah, better than anything I've ever seen in London. Um, Plug them, plug them. I can't remember. Oh my god. <laughs> a lot has happened in between. It is uh, something to do with drop. Something to do with loot, loot drop. Um, okay. Dr- box drop. Item drop? Item drop. Item drop, okay. Item drop in a place called Seaton. Okay. Um, on the south coast. Phen- phenomenal, and I don't use that word lightly phenomenal geek store all kinds of shit i've never seen anywhere else um and loads of resident evil 2 stuff right so i bought um uh you know you got me the um replica medals from yeah resident yeah 2. yeah i got i got like um the there's a replica stars key you know the thing you turn into a usb stick but then later on you unlock the magnum oh that's cool yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so absolutely loved it i thought ah oh, it's been a while since i played resident evil 2 so booted up resident evil 2 remake had a look at the trophies, and there's there's a bunch of stuff on there. Like I'm, I'm too old now to do this. <laughs> <laughs> but one of them was so. I thought, no, come on, just you know, pay a little bit of attention, have a guide open. And so I did a run where um, I didn't use a recovery item and didn't open the box and. Um, this one called about carbon footprints, so it's like you don't you take less than fourteen thousand steps. Nice. So I got 
all three of those in one run. That's epic. That's pro stuff. No healing or use the item box. <laughs> a completely different game. Yeah. But it reminded me, but it made me feel like, you know, when we used to used to be able to just <laughs> absentmindedly sit down and do Resident Evil 2 in like three hours. You know, yeah. without without a guide, well, guides barely existed. It, it reminded me a bit of that, you know, because there's this whole areas you don't bother doing. There's boss fights you can cheese. There's like weapons you don't bother picking up. Um, yeah, it made me, it, it filled me with the joys of, uh, oh yeah, this is what you could do when you had time and a memory and reflex. <laughs> and a memory. <laughs> oh. <laughs> memory, yeah. Um, but yeah, great game. <clears throat> great game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really rate it. Cool. And it's got lots of endings as well. Yes, it yeah. does. Although I was cheesing it uh, <laughs> on not the easiest mode for the one after that. Yeah. Yeah. An interesting new game plus one. It's also quite topical because it's just come out on the Switch thing as well. Um, the Switch thing being the SNES emulator that they have. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we were talking about this and you'd never heard of it. Uh, in Super Mario World, mm. when you complete the Star Road, yeah, everything changes. The enemies change, and you get new backgrounds. It becomes fall rather than sort of summery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and that's like a that's a throwback, readers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not only the <laughs> earlier in this episode, but the end of season one. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah so what Nintendo have done is they've released um, basically Star Road completed yeah they're called the, they're the SP versions of games right they're quite, yeah. they're quite cool um, I like this the problem I found with it was not only did they give you the completed Star Road they completed everything like they gave you the full everything you could just go anywhere in the game it's just like well that's a bit shit just allow us to start from the start of the game but with the star road completed <laughs> and that that bothered me a lot because that, that's kind of something i've I always wanted to do you know it's like rather than have to go well, and run star play? road immediately can i just play through or well, anyway I mean, yes, you can, but there's a, a degree of achievement of having to go to the Yellow Switch Palace or, or go and open all of the different routes and go back and get all of the, the hidden areas and things like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that, I do. That, that's a motivator and a drive for me. Yeah, I can see why. I mean, maybe it's maybe they'll release that as well. There's been a couple of other um, NES and SNES games, or NES games, definitely, which have got like, more than mm-hmm. one SP mode. But but I, I mean, th- I can see why they did it because yeah. um, it's the more accessible option rather than just dropping you and go, "Hey!" Because how long do you reckon that game? If they did just drop you into, oh my god, uh, yeah, Star it would take Road. quite quite a while because, um, like the Star Road levels are are brutal. I mean, I think when we played the very very first episodes, 
Um, I started going down the Star Road route because I thought, you know what? How fun would it be for you to be able to play through some of the other lands whilst uh, you know I've unlocked and done everything, and then I was realizing I'm just spending all my lives in your shot. You're completing lands whilst I'm dying um, mm. to the same level over and over and over. But yeah, they, they're 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 not lost levels hard, but they are. Um, the biggest challenge in Super Mario World, and because well, they all have a gimmick, right? They're basically all gimmick levels. Uh, like, yes level, and no. You but, have to master the blah blah blah. In this yeah, level, yeah. To... It's not even about mastering it. There's a degree of luck as well. Like, um, you remember the you get the pea balloons where it makes them sort of helium, and they can float up and stuff like that. There's a level entirely based on that. There is no ground. So you just have to float your way through the entire thing. Nothing but spiky enemies, floaty red things to uh, attack you. But basically, if you get hit once by anything, you're dead. And you just have to pee balloon float through the entire level. Is it really called pee balloon? I... I... I mean, I called it... It's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely P-Wing, right? That's yeah, P-Wing, one. definitely. Power Wing, Power Balloon. Power, yeah, Power Balloon, yeah. Maybe Power Balloon, but... Yeah, yeah. no, but <laughs> P-Balloon conjures up a whole different image. Yeah. One of the things that people ask Google, how do you control Mario? Um, I believe by pressing left and right, and if you press B, he goes faster. Oh, he has a whole thing. The answer they give you is not good. No? What is the answer? No, the answer is a video about um, how Super Mario 3D All-Stars controls work on Switch. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Google. That's Here's another good one. Yeah. Is Tanuki a Mario? Yes. The Tanuki suit in Mario Brothers 3. Yeah, but the question is, is Tanuki a Mario? Mm, okay, I mean, I understand what that sentence is trying to say. <laughs> the syntax is wrong. <laughs> is, is, is Bumblebee a Mario? Sometimes, yes. Uh, he's also sometimes a Volkswagen or a is Corvette. Vox, is Volkswagen a Mario? <laughs> Can be. Mm. Is I mean, Big Green Boot a Mario? Yeah, sometimes yeah. Oh, what is that called? The Pea Boot? No, it's like a it's like a Goomba sock or something like that. <laughs> oh God, this is rubbish. That come on, let's let's track it back. Let's bring it back to game endings. By Goomba ending shoes. talking about Goomba shoes. <laughs> okay, alright, we've talked about Resident Evil, we've talked about Super Mario World again. I want to talk about Chrono Trigger. Oh, go on. Isn't that coming out again? Or something? Uh, I think um, they remastered Chrono Cross, and everybody was like, oh, why did you remaster Chrono Cross? Everybody wants Chrono Trigger. Um, and I think they're also doing like a new game, Chrono Legacy or something like that. Does no one like Chrono Cross? Is Chrono Cross the second one? Chrono Cross was uh, on PlayStation 1. Uh, mm-hmm. And yes, because 
It isn't about time travel, which the first one was. It is yeah. about interdimensional hopping, and there's too many elements that are close to what Chrono Trigger was. Uh, so, like, they've got the frog guy in there, but it's not the same guy, and you kind of hoped it was, or a okay. younger version of him, or, or something like that. And right. I. So, so, what are they doing? They're remaking. They have remastered Chrono Cross. It's already out and available on the Switch. To what extent is it a remaster? Uh, prettier graphics. Okay. I believe. Um, and yes, there is another one, Chrono Legacy, which I think is coming out soon. I don't know what platform. It could be mobile for all I know. So What's yeah, that? we are... Not just here to tell you our views on video games, we're here to inform you of the latest and greatest news. <laughs> There's a game, maybe, out, is it? Not on some platform. <laughs> Strategy RPG. Is it Chrono Legacy? Yeah. Yeah, Strategy RPG. Oh, God. Don't really piss me off. Video games don't have websites anymore. You know? Yeah. It was nice, and you could click about and do things. Yeah, but okay. What's the, what's the legitimate information about this game, rather it than is on mobile? <laughs> so let's let's not mention Chrono Legacy again, shall we? Are there gems? I just need to know if they're are there stars. Yes. Just, oh, okay. God. <laughs> God. All right. Anyway. I was talking about Chrono Trigger <laughs> and the endings that you can get in that one. Yes. Now, do you know the plot of Chrono Trigger? Yes, I do. You've watched a long play of it. Now, there is a evil thing that exists outside time called Lavos. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, your whole goal is to defeat Lavos. Yeah. However, you can at any point visit the end of time and attack and kill Lavos, even yeah. at the very, very start of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so depending on when you decide and choose to kill Lavos depends yeah. on the ending you get in the game. And there, I think it's got a multitude of different endings as well, but it's all based on when you choose to do it. It's up to you. If you wanna, if you aren't interested in the plot anymore, or you don't want to go and get this character, you can go kill Lavos and get an ending, um, which is quite cool. Um, if you do it right at the very, very start of the game, which is a long, lengthy, very boring uh, process of you having to grind money to get potions, and then you kill Lavos, I think you get like. A special ending where you get to see the developers playing drums or something like that. Okay, cool. Yeah. So uh, again, with the weird endings, um, you didn't want to touch on uh, Silent Hill and the dog endings and UFO endings, but yeah, like games have these funny, cool snippet bits, you know, and that's that's fine. Did you know there's a secret ending on Chrono Trigger? Uh, what is the secret ending? It was only in the DS, oh, iOS, DS version, yeah, Android, yeah, yeah, and Windows version. And what is the secret ending? Um, 
What do you need to do? Finish the encounter with Larvos in the Ocean Palace. Finish the Dimensional Vortex in all three time periods. Talk to ah, Gaspar. Yeah. Then use the Bucket Gate to travel to Time's Eclipse and defeat the Dream Devourer. Um, and it's a sneak preview of Chrono Cross. Uh, okay, cool. Great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I played through the DS version. I really enjoyed it. Hmm? Did you? Yeah. Was that uh, a straight was that a remake or a slight remaster? Uh it's it's a remaster. They added a whole um ending? No, a whole subs game. Um so when you time travel using whatever you name your um the flying machine, time machine. Yeah. Um you can choose to go to a sort of other area where you're like looking after monsters or monsters are talking to you or they're helping you outside of time and you can gain weapons ahead of the plot mm-hmm. which is quite cool because that means you can just like sell the other weapons and stuff like that um it's quite interesting um they keep everything else the same so like the music's all the same the graphics are the same it's just you have this other additional bit which I think is what they're referring to as the time vortex. Okay. Um, and, and the ending that you're talking about there. Um, I I enjoyed the DS version. I I, I like um, Chrono Trigger. I think it's a great game. Um, yeah, I don't know what more to say, really. Chrono Trigger's a great game. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a sequel? Do you need a remake? Um, I would like a direct sequel. I would like more time-travelling shenanigans with those guys. Do you reckon, is it like Final Fantasy VII? Are they saving it when they get desperate again? Um, like when the financials are looking bad. Like, hey, guys! Chrono Trigger 2! Um, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. Because all I seem to... Yeah, all I know of it is that it's much loved and that people are very angry that Chrono Cross exists. Yeah. That's like my two pieces of knowledge. But I, I think Chrono Trigger still is probably like um, Guardians of the Galaxy of the Marvel world, you know, it's 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 got a niche following. So it's not it's not your Dragon Quests. It's not your Final Fantasies. No. It's the other one. Yeah, and it's also it's uh, it's the Dragon Ball artist that did the stuff in there as well. Uh-huh. So Toriyama. I think a lot of people. Toriyama. Toriyama. Akira Toriyama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know things. Listen, let's talk about um, games with endings which have which like change the canon. Okay, give me an example. So I've got two examples for you. One of which is. Um, or one that's quite cool is Tomb Raider. The end of spoilers. The end of Tomb Raider: The Last Revelation. Lara Croft dies. Okay. And then the next game, Tomb Raider Chronicles, is people at her funeral reminiscing about stuff she got up to, and then you play those memories. Okay. And then I don't know. You can change her dying. Is that the the whole second game? No, no, because it's because it's stuck in time. So she, you know, this stuff that she 
did in the past. And then I think the game ends with... I think the game ends with... In Tomb Raider Last Revelation, you get buried trying to escape a tomb. I think Tomb Raider Chronicles, I could be wrong, ends with, you know, the pile of rocks moving or something. <laughs> and then she comes back. Um, but the other example is the Splatoon series. So um, at the end of each Splatoon game, um, there's these things called, well, throughout the active life of a Splatoon game, they do these things called Splatfests, where you vote. This is a way of arbitrarily choosing a team. You vote on this or that. So it's like ketchup or mayonnaise, the toilet roll, you have it at the back or you have it at the front. <laughs> um, yeah. Basically, you pick a team and then um, over a weekend of fighting each other, whoever wins, you know, you get more items than the team that loses. Um, but the last Splatfest of both Splatoon and Splatoon 2 have changed the, the canon of the game following it. So the end of Splatoon... Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. You had to choose either these two um, idols, Kali and Marie, Kalimari, um, and you had to vote on which one you fought, and then the players fought each other, and then I can't remember who the name of the one that won, Kali maybe. Uh, and then in Splatoon, the one who didn't win was take uh, had vanished. That's how the game starts. And at the la- uh, the Splatoon two, the last Splatfest was Chaos versus Order, and Chaos won. Uh, and it looks like Splatoon three is set in some Mad Max type world. Cool. So that's cool because essentially the player base has chosen um, the you know it's kind of, you know it's very vague but a idea of the theme of the next game I can't think of any other examples like that no with the exception of Mass Effect when I mean there's probably MMOs MMOs that change their expansions and things like that but it'd be an EverQuest thing that'll have done something that changed something based on like or like those ever evolving ones like EVE They'll have changed things based on what people have done, what somewhere. It, but those games don't end. That's, I suppose, that's <laughs> the yeah. difference there. Uh, yeah. Incidentally, I just looked at my phone again and um, I saw Chrono Legacy. It's nothing to do with any of the Chrono games. Is it not? No. It, it's just I, 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 a horrible mobile game with gems in it, and it's not related to the Chrono series in any fashion. At all? No. That's the same logo. What is it not? No, it doesn't. Oh, yeah. Are they very close to the same logo? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Ignore yeah. us. Ignore past us. Yep. Um. So yeah, just before we get all of our re- <laughs> rabid readers ranting, raging um, at us for incorrect information there. Yeah. Uh, right. So I guess speaking of endings. Yeah. Shall we begin to bring this episode to an end? Shall we give them the readers a little snippet of what to expect in season three? Sure. Because <laughs> we've we've planned it out in great detail, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, we've planned yeah. out the next five seasons of TJM. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
So this one it won't be a direct sequel. Um, it's gonna be <laughs> no no no. no. <laughs> um, well, I think what we can definitely say is there will be no office skits in season uh-huh. three, and yeah. we'll be happy to, to to say goodbye to that. Um, we will have what are you planes? Those. Yeah. Uh, we might have some more quiz Q and A. Yeah. Uh, episodes. <laughs> yeah. This, this this list gets more speculative, but carry on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we will have guest stars. Will we? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, we will have an episode about a about. About <laughs> yeah. An episode about um, a old video game system of some kind. Nice. Um, we will have a debate of some sort. Oh, interesting. Yes. Will we have an episode based on a year of the past and the video games that were released yes, in that year? because that's a nice, easy research project for us to do. Great. Yeah. Will uh, we have an episode using loads of sound clips from Resident Evil 2 that well, we cock and balls. <laughs> it and put together <laughs> and despite all the time it took to put together it lasts about five minutes because no okay no. we will have something about Resident Evil 2 Resident Evil yes definitely Resident Evil <laughs> will we finally do our Final Fantasy 7 episode no not until we're desperate <laughs> not until we're desperate do you know uh, what I, a serious thing though I was thinking we could probably do something about Pokemon. <laughs> oh, probably do something about Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we should because uh, when we come back to um, series three in yeah. the fall, Is it there series will or be season season three. Like you just said, series. I know. I did. Look, I mean, the number of times I've said words wrong. Dumber. <laughs> 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 right, anyway. <laughs> In season three. The number of times I said things wrong is brilliant. <laughs> okay, are you done? <laughs> no, no, carry on. Um. I've forgotten my train of thought. Thank you so much for that. In, se- in series, all season three. In season three, what was I saying before that? That's what you. That's what you started with. You started with in. Season I know, three. but it was following on from something you said, Nobby. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say dub number? No, that was you. No, I said number. Oh, you you said misheard a- me, and you, said, <laughs> you found it hilarious. You said- you said about don't, in a really weird way. Don't, don't l- 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 listen. This is actually being recorded. <laughs> about? You said about. Hey, I did say way. about. Yeah, that that was silly, and I also said series rather than season. Okay. Now you're just will being we, mean. Will we have a World of Warcraft episode, maybe. We will definitely have a World of Warcraft. Anyway, yes. Also, when we return in the fall for season three, there will be a new Pokemon game on the horizon. So we will definitely have a Pokemon game. Will it be on the horizon or will it be out? Um, I can't remember. Um, it depends when we release Season 3. It's true. It depends yeah. when the Pokemon game comes out as well. Yeah, it does. Lots, lots of 
things it hinges on. Yeah. It's all a big chronology. Um, and yeah, we'll have a World of Warcraft episode, I'm sure, and we will. I will hopefully have a Steam Deck by then as well. Really? You bought one? Yeah, yeah, I've been on pre-order. Waiting. I'd be really interested to see. I think we've had this discussion before, but yeah, I'd be interested to see. I mean, I I think it's going to be good. I think the fact that it can dock, like, uh, um... Jump A? <laughs> like Jump A. <laughs> <laughs> like a Switch. It's yeah. quite cool, except it's a powerful PC. And the fact that it is quite a powerful PC in a little handheld format is quite, yeah. quite interesting to me. Um, <laughs> Can you plug a keyboard and mouse into it? Yes. So you're on the tube. <laughs> Set it up. <laughs> you you could be playing StarCraft 2. And then you <laughs> keyboard whack out your and key, mouse. Keyboard and your mouse. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, or indeed you can map controls as well. Uh, regardless, I'm quite looking forward to that piece of kit. Um, <laughs> to then play Kingdom Hearts 1. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gimpiest way I can play Kingdom Hearts 1. I know what. A Steam Deck. What? I mean, weirdly, like, you would have to launch it via the Epic Launcher, which mm-hmm. isn't Steam. You know, so you have to... There's a degree of jiggery-pokery that you have to do with it as well, which also makes me quite like that system, you know? And it doesn't run Windows, it runs a a kind of version of Linux. Anyway, this is not interesting, and I can't wait... Can you play Kingdom Hearts 1 on Steam Deck? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, But what I would say is, let's save this oh-so-riveting conversation about the Steam Deck for Season 3. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um... But yeah, um, so there's a little sneak preview. Is there any any other secrets up Farley's sleeve that he wants to bring out for season three? Yes. Oh. In season three, you need to look out for Meteor. Meteor. That's all I'm going to say. Season three. Okay. That guy's a maniac. <laughs> well, why did about me? I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. I was going to say it was my dumb butt. <laughs> <laughs> How about, let, let's do a more enthusiastic one. Just okay. to end it properly, okay? Cool, right. cool, cool. <clears throat> cool, cool, cool. Farley, that guy's a maniac. Why did he bite me?